I feel like a lot of highly sensitive people just go through these really crazy things in their lives or really painful things in their lives. And because I think, I really feel like we're here to share and uplift others. Like we're, because we're such meaning makers, it's like we have these things happen to us that we have this capacity to then turn around and help other people heal if we are open to believing that. And so it's kind of like, it's just really interesting to me how so many of us have these stories that like are painful, but then so many of us are now choosing to create beauty from that and help others because of our empathetic hearts. Like I just, I think it's for a reason. I really, really do. Help Me See is a podcast that redefines the word vision through vulnerable and real conversations my own private introspective ramblings about the things that I think about in the wee hours of the morning and my deep core belief that your nothingness is your everything and all you have to do is see. I'm Bianca Mora. I'm your host. I am an educator, a photographic artist, and I believe that your daily photo habit can be the key to unlocking the ability to be more present in your everyday life and live deeper into your intention and purpose. We're not about the small talk here. Grab your coffee, get cozy, and let's talk. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Help Me See. Today on the show, we have Alyssa Boyer. And Alyssa is basically the reason that I realized that I am something called an HSP, a highly sensitive person. Um, if you haven't heard of it, maybe check it out because uh, if you're listening to this podcast, odds are you have some feels, <laughs> and um, and it, it's it's a real world opener. So Alyssa is a mentor for highly sensitive people with a passion for helping fellow HSPs learn how to reduce overwhelm, manage their energy, and fully embrace who they are. She's the creator of several online programs, including the Highly Sensitive and Soulful Membership, the Sensitive and Soulful Self-Worth, and host of a podcast called The Sensitive and Soulful Show. Uh, She's a writer for the award-winning HSP blog, Highly Sensitive Refuge. So Alyssa and I chat a lot about what it means to have this tendency uh, to have an increased awareness and sensitivity in in business, in motherhood, in life, at home, um, in the world. And what's so interesting to me about this conversation is, as I'm reflecting on it now, is just thinking about this idea that why is it that we always default to assuming shame, assuming blame, assuming we're doing it wrong um, because we're seeing the majority of people doing something else. You know, outside, even outside of HSPs in general, you don't have to have a uh, diagnosis to trust yourself. You don't have to have a quote unquote reason or something to point to um, to validate yourself for doing things the way you friggin' want to do it, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. When I found <laughs> out about being an HSP and I did research and I looked 
at the culmination of all the information that, um, you know, researchers have done and statistics and learned how things are linked and it really understood and was able to draw the line between many, many, many different aspects of my life and my personality and my tendencies. It's so helpful. It's endlessly helpful. But if you don't identify with this and you don't have a name for something that you do identify with, I just want to invite you to assume trust in yourself. And if something doesn't feel right to you, that is the most valid, important reason there could ever be. So that's my spiel on that. Um, I really, really love my conversation with Alyssa. She is a gorgeous soul doing such important work in the world. And this idea of using your most tender spot, um, your highest vulnerability, and turning it into something that is your greatest gift and um, something so powerful that it can activate others and and spread good in the world. That That is what I'm all about. So sign me up for it all. If you want to learn more about uh, Alyssa, head to the show notes and you can find more about her there. Uh, I really hope that you enjoy this, this conversation. Before we get into the show, I need to ask, are you a photographic artist that is in this line of work to make meaning and to do work that you really believe in, but you feel kind of restless? You feel like you're at a point where you can't always consistently make the magic that you dream about creating. Um, You know you have this large, beautiful vision for how much power your work can have on others, but you seem to default um, in times of nervousness during a session or, or are having trouble unlearning some of the things that you learned how to do from professionals or schooling or, you know, whatever Google page result you ended up on. If this is you um, head to the show notes and sign up for my wait list for my new coaching program and course coming out soon. It's called Your Bigger Picture. Your Bigger Picture is for visionary photographic artists who want to create with freedom, purpose, and intention. I am really, really excited to share behind the scenes of literally everything I do. And I feel so passionately about it because not that I want you to do the same, but because I want you to understand that I believe so strongly in my work and I am known for my specific aesthetic and creative expression. And I do everything wrong. (laughs) I do everything against what I have been told. And it's taken me some years to understand really how what I thought was um, a weakness or a vulnerable spot was actually my greatest strength in my art. So if you want to learn more about this and tap into your superpower, um, sign up for the wait list. You can learn more. Okay, on with the show. Alyssa, hi. How are you today? I, I'm, I'm really excited to chat. I don't think I told you this before initially, but I am fairly, 
certain that you are the reason why I even realized what HSP was. Like you were my introduction to it. And it's just been a world opener for me. So I'm so excited to have you on the show and just share this portal to a whole universe. Cause that's what I feel like it is a whole freaking universe, um, with others, because I do think that although I know that we're not the majority, I think there's far more HSPs out there than kind of realized that they are. So, um, Alyssa, this is Alyssa Boyer. She's an HSP mentor and, um, podcasts, programs, just all the things. Thank you so much for joining us. I can't wait to hear everything you have to share. Hi. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. And that's so cool to hear that I was probably your introduction to HSP, highly sensitive person. That's amazing. And I find that a lot of times I am often people's introduction to it, which is really cool to hear. And I just love how you said, like, it's a whole world and it's like a vortex and all of that. It's so, so true. And like, that's, it's funny when I started doing this work, I was like, I just want to create my own little HSP world. And like what I would have wanted to have available to me when I first heard, like found out I was a highly sensitive person. Like that is what I try to create. Like that is always what I have in mind. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to share with your audience, all the things about being highly sensitive person, what it means, like happy to dive into, to anything here, but, um, yeah, I'm excited to chat. I I feel like I know it was my experience and the few people that I've felt so inclined to kind of share this with and point them in your direction. I've had this common occurrence where when you first bring it up, you're like, have you heard of HSP? It's like a highly sensitive person. I think the initial reaction is, oh yeah, that's totally probably me. <laughs> and then <Yes. laughs> like, ha ha ha. Yeah. I'm so like, I don't know. It just sounds like, I don't even know what the connotation is. And then you start reading a little bit and then it's like dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> like oh my gosh <laughs> your heart drops to your toes and you're like oh my gosh um I know that yeah. when I after learning about it through you and then I went to uh read Elaine Aaron's the highly sensitive person mm-hmm. book I was like has this woman stalked me my whole life and I just no. never saw her like this is crazy uh-huh. but really that is a, another reason why I love your work so much is that you have this incredible freakish ability to be able to articulate with such specificity. And I think that sometimes when we are so it, when we are so inside of something, it's really hard to verbalize. It's just so Mm -hmm. in part of us. So I'm so fascinated to learn how you got to the point where, you know, you learned, Hey, I think this is me to being able to be such a stand and such a, a, a beacon of like clarity for people and being able to connect these dots. Mm, Well, I really appreciate that feedback. That is something I hear all the time. People are like, oh my gosh, how did you get in my head? And it's like, I'm really Mm -hmm. just like sharing what's in my head. And we Mm -hmm. all actually think a lot more similarly than we realize. So yeah, I mean, and it's crazy. I I feel like so many of us, when we first find out we're highly sensitive, it's exact, or like we hear about the term, it's exactly as you said, like, oh yeah, that's probably me. And then you read about it and it's like, whoa, that's crazy. That like totally is, is my life. So yeah, like for me, I found out I was highly sensitive, um, about, gosh, I want to say it was like eight years ago. Now I was like in my early twenties, I was working in this corporate job and it was like this really intense environment. And 
I was getting really sick. I had like severe digestive issues and I was going to all these different gastroenterologists. No one was able to help me. And they were like, you know, I might be in your head. Like I, I'm not seeing anything really wrong with you. And I mean, that was horrible and so, so hard. And I was like, well, I know I'm suffering. I mean, I could hardly eat foods without feeling sick. Um, eventually after like a year of just like searching, I found a holistic doctor, which was like totally new to me. I was never into like holistic things or anything like that, but I was desperate. And in working with him, he explained to me like the mind body connection and how stress and um, anxiety has such an impact on our gut. And I was chronically stressed in this environment. So working with him, he started helping me kind of see like the emotional stressors and all of this like trauma that I was holding onto in my body. And I got really obsessed with self-help and like, kind of like figuring myself out. And so it was at that time that my mom introduced me to the book, The Highly Sensitive Person by Dr. Elaine Aaron. Like she just, I don't know how she found out about it, but she's like, Hey, this sounds like it might like describe you. And so I read that book and it was like, this just aha moment where for the first time in my life, I felt seen, I felt like I wasn't weird or wrong or broken for being sensitive because up until that point, I tried to hide my sensitivity. I tried to like, just be like everyone else and, and not care too much because, you know, God forbid you show your feelings. And yeah, so that was just like a permission giver. And I mean, from there, it just, I started to just feel really inspired by everything that I was learning from like all the self-help I was reading and like I was meditating. And so I started a blog back in 2019 and it wasn't for like HSPs or anything like that. It was just like a blog to share life inspiration. And and I, I'm, my tagline was like, um, finding the beauty in the everyday, because I've always been a person who like, if something happens in my life or in my day, I like want to find the like deeper meaning to it or like, Oh, what is, <laughs> you know, I'm like, that's just naturally what I do, which I think is a pretty HSP thing. Um, but yeah, so then just from sharing in my blog and connecting with people, I eventually just started talking more about sensitivity because I found when I shared honestly about the things that I felt and thought other people were like, Holy crap, I feel the exact same way. And so it's really interesting. And that's like what I always come back to is like, I just share everything I share is stuff that I'm dealing with or have dealt with or struggle with, or I'm thinking about. Um, And I find that it's just like life giving and like a permission slip for other people to see like, Oh, I'm not the only one who feels this way. So yeah. And it's, it's been amazing what it's all kind of like turned into at this point. I mean, <laughs> it is, it is really, truly incredible. It's funny. I, I was going back and listening to a, a few of your recent posts and it's just, even as you talk now, I'm like, there's just so much. And I'm like, same, 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 same. <laughs> and that is like particularly startling for, for people that have grown up most of their life feeling like that lone person. Like I am like self-proclaimed, like a lone wolf hermit. Oh, group project. Don't worry, guys. I'll put your name on it. See you next Mm -hmm. week. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. But you know that it's like, I find that it's such an intricate thread that's weaved in these situations, because of course there can be layers of like self-protection and anxiety and this and that but my truth and my base to it is I think that there's like this core uh this core wound of 
when I'm not feeling 1000% connected with someone, I would rather be alone. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, a million times over. And I think that I've actually just been um, diving into the world of NLP and I've been working with a coach and we've like revisited some older memories and we came to this, these words of disappointment and how I don't give people the opportunity to disappoint anymore. And this belief that I do not believe that I can be supported by anyone in the way that I want to be supported. Mm. Wow. It's it, and, and how it's all intertwined and intermingled is, it's just so crazy. So how, I mean, it's such a huge world. It's such a universe. How do you help people just begin by mm-hmm. taking off the layers one by one because it is deep? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Well, and just to also like, just to say, I can totally relate to like that lone wolf thing. And I, I just recorded like a podcast coming out soon about that. But, um, and what you were saying just like resonated so deep. And I'm sure a lot of HSPs can relate where it's like, not not even wanting to ask for help or support because you don't want the person to disappoint you. I just felt that so much. And I know that's <laughs> such a thing. And so many sensitive people are like the ones who like carry it all on their shoulders and do all the things and we're the, you know, the caregivers and all of that. So I think it's just like a wound that probably so many of us have. It's really, it's really wild how much we all have in common, but yeah. So in terms of like where to start and all of the layers and things like that, my, I always tell people like, just start with like learning about the trait, getting to know what it means to be a highly sensitive person. I mean, Dr. Elaine Aaron's book is amazing. It's like the Bible for HSPs. Like (laughs) that is like the best place to just like start dive in, learn about it. Because to me, it's like when you have that information about the trait and the facts about it, it's so validating. It helps you see like, oh, I was, I was created this way. Like I am genetically like you know, this is me, this is just part of me. And so that's validating. The other thing I always encourage, and this is why I've like created my programs and my whole little world is like, um, get around other highly sensitive people, get into a community. I mean, I have a free Facebook group. I have Mm -hmm. a membership program. I have other, you know, all sorts of programs because it's, it's like a lot of HSPs. We tend to have a lot of shame that we are holding on to because of our sensitivity, because, I would say probably the majority of us grew up hearing like, you're so sensitive, you're so dramatic, stop being so emotional. And we experience like being gaslit so much that we have this shame, like, oh, the way I am is bad and wrong and feel too much. And so I've literally seen it with my own eyes in my communities where people, HSPs are just like talking openly and sharing. And there's like, the walls can come down and healing can start to occur because you are in a space where there's someone else who feels the same way as you do. And you're like, wait, I'm not the only one who feels this way. So (laughs) those are some major things. And then, I mean, I teach on so many things. Boundary setting is key. Learning how to, um, you know, like work with your past limiting beliefs and insecurities and healing your self-worth. Like there's so much to it. There's so many different layers that we go into. Um, but first and foremost, it's like, learn about it, get around other people who get it. Like that's, that's huge. Yeah. I, (laughs) and it's funny because even the word self or the self-worth thing, Mm -hmm. uh, a few months ago, someone had asked me, I was on a call with someone and they're like, well, do you struggle with self-worth? And I like very flippantly was like, oh no, like it just didn't resonate. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. And then it's sometimes it takes us time. And for the next two weeks, I was like, what the fuck? Yes. <laughs> what? yes, I do. My God, I didn't realize it because it comes, it's like the most sophisticated, insidious ways that it kind of sneaks in your life. Um, and at this so point in your journey, and you've had so many conversations with so many people that relate to you so deeply. Mm-hmm. My question to you is, do you still get shocked and surprised recognizing yourself in like new patterns? Yes. Yes. So much. So for sure. I'm going through it right now as a new mom, I had a baby almost six months ago now. So it's crazy. And thank you. Yeah. It's crazy. So like I had actually created a program on self-worth for HSP specifically, like while I was pregnant and I, because self-worth is at the core of so many of the things that we struggle with. It's so pervasive. So I like created this whole program. I like you know, knew it inside and out. And then I had a baby and my own self-worth issues started showing up. And I was like, wait, I thought I figured this out, but I've been working with a therapist and my own old patterns have been coming out because I find that, you know, new life situations, just things happen and our old patterns can come up. And there's these extra layers that are always kind of coming through to be healed. So yeah, for me, like something that's run really deep is like this perfectionism, like always feeling like I need to be perfect in order to be valuable and worthy. And so that's coming up in a new way in motherhood. And so, yeah, it it does surprise me. And then it's also like pieces that are still um, coming up for me where I'm feeling, um, like alone for being sensitive there's still that like little bit where it's like we kind of have that like separation like oh I still feel a little bit misunderstood I feel still feel Mm -hmm. a little bit alone in my sensitivity and like you know I've been at this for years and I teach people but I still have my own stuff that comes up and I always I always share openly about it because I one thing I see from a lot of people I work with is like they get really down on themselves if they've been working on something and then they like backpedal and they like Mm. fall back into an old pattern. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. no, like you're a human, like this stuff happens. It's not, you know, it's about how you get back up. So yeah, it's super interesting though. It's been, yeah, I have a 1000%. I have that experience where I'm like, I've been working on this for so long. And then when the shit hits the fan, I get so disappointed in myself, but I have to catch myself and be like, I am recognizing and understanding this to such a degree that it, that is the growth of it. It's not that I won't react. It's just that that deeper comprehension and like to be, to be okay with yourself with that. When I had my, um, my first son, I was hit very hard and, you know, back, uh, what is it? Uh, whiplashed with uh, Mm -hmm. postpartum, um, depression and, of course, I don't think anyone expects to have it, but I would yeah. say that what was the most startling part of that was I was always used to my comfort being alone. And like, that was, I was fine with it, but I was so scared with that feeling of alone. I remember distinctly, like looking at my partner, like deer in the headlights being like, I've never, I didn't recognize my skin. I didn't recognize anything. I felt, I felt like my background, I felt black, mm. like a cave. And yes. I was like, this is a whole new level of like, I can't connect with anyone. And I'm actually, I can't connect with myself either. That was the biggest mm. thing is like, when you feel disconnected from yourself, because I feel like as an HSP, 
um, you can find such a sense of home, even though there's a lot going on in like your feels. It's like, oh, I, you know, what you talked earlier about like recognizing the meaning underneath the things. And like, Mm -hmm. I think that that is such a reason why we can be okay with being quote unquote lonely and not having a lot of friends because we're so yeah. stimulated by like all of the meaning that we can find in freaking everything. So a right. blade of grass. Like I'm a You're photographer, so, right. so I don't have words, but I'm able to be like this with my camera. Like, this is what is important. This yeah. is what I mean. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, to, to just be hit with this, a transition like motherhood mm-hmm. or whatever it is really puts a new spin on everything and you know how are you how are you navigating that oh my gosh yeah I can relate so much just the whiplash and it's just so such a swift like transition it's just like the carpet's ripped underneath you like everything you know it as you know it changes and that was that's been hard for me and I mean I'll say in the past couple of months I'm finally like feeling feeling better but for me at first the hardest thing was definitely like who am I like this huge, like identity shift. I, I felt a lot of grief, um, leaving behind the old version of me who had the time to just be creative and dream and work tell however long I wanted. It was like, I, like, I had a lot of grief about leaving that version behind and it was really hard and really sad for me. And I'm like, what? And, and then you're kind of like, you know, that liminal space where you're like, I don't know who I'm, who I am now. Like, I feel like weird and disconnected. And, and like you were saying, like trying, you know, we love to find the meaning in things. And like, I just felt so lost in those very, very early days where I'm like, I I don't even know what's going on. Um, Mm -hmm. So that was hard for sure. And then also just like the loss of like alone time and, and your schedule goes on to someone else's schedule. And as somebody who likes my downtime and likes time to myself, like having that taken away is like very overwhelming and overstimulating. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was, that was a challenge, but what I have found that's been very helpful for me and whereas I'm kind of like coming out the other side and starting to feel more confident and kind of like stepping into this next version is like, I've been getting a ton of support and I've been like really open about that. Like I started seeing a postpartum therapist, um, probably two months ago now And I've joined a mom and me group that I go to every week with my daughter and like just being supported and like talking about people, talking Mm -hmm. with people about the real things is like life-giving for me because I had felt this like extreme sense of isolation, identity loss, frustration, like just to keep it real. Like I, I I always knew I wanted to be a mom and I thought it would be a lot more natural for me to just fall into that, (laughs) but it wasn't. And it's, and it's like still kind of grappling to be honest, like, okay, this driven overachiever part of me who wants to work all the time. Like I have to shut that off a lot of times because I have to go be mom. And so Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still like coming to terms with it, but getting support has been everything for me. Oh my God. I'm not even going to, it's going to be a broken record, but this is the last time I'll say same exact <laughs> like uh-huh. this. I wanted this. What? Why do I want to press? You know, control or command Z? <laughs> yeah. Yes. What the fuck? Um, uh-huh. But I, I find that so with the support to, uh, you know, and it's still, it's been about almost two years now where I've really sunk my teeth into this like online space of support and being able to connect with people because for so long I was like, yeah, no thanks. Um, uh-huh. 
but being able to find the right people is so empowering. But even if, and this is like the, the unlock for me uh, recently with it, is that even if it's not like the absolute perfect person that I feel like really gets me, there's so much power to be found um, in bo- using your own voice and just saying what needs to be said. One of the things that I found to be um, uncomfortable, but still so worthwhile to do it is when I came back from maternity leave, um, there was, you know, very well-meaning sweet people being like, oh my gosh, how was it? It must've been wonderful. And in that moment, it's like lump and throat. And I'm like, no, it was really terrible. I had a really hard time. Mm-hmm. Like I just had to say it because I was so fucking angry at my, at no one and everyone about like, why did I not have any idea that it could be this bad? Why are we using the word baby blues? It's such a cute word. Like, Seriously. You know, so I find that like being able to just say it and deal with like, maybe it makes that person uncomfortable, which is a terrible thing for me because I'm a huge empath. I want everyone to be comfortable and happy and don't want anyone Mm -hmm. to feel bad. But at the same time, it's like having this understanding that like, no, this is so important to say, like whether or not you hear me, it's important for me. yes oh my gosh I have chills when you say that because it's so that's so it and there's like I don't know there's this like messaging out there where it's like oh you should be grateful you have a healthy baby and Mm -hmm. you're here you're fine you're everything's okay and it's just like and then you're like well I am struggling and this sucks (laughs) like and I'm I don't feel happy and I don't feel like myself and I totally resonate with that and like that's been one of the coolest things about like this mom and me group that I've been going to. It's just been amazing because I'm in a group with other moms who have babies that are the same age as my baby. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we, every single week we share like our joy and challenge of the week. And it's like crazy because it's eye opening to me. Like, it's like, Oh, other people Mm -hmm. are, are dealing with the same concerns, stresses that I am, or they have other ones that are no are easy for me and that also puts it into perspective where it's like Mm. you can kind of think oh I'm the only one struggling but like also there's people who have other struggles that are like no big deal for you and so that was also kind of like helpful for me to see like oh you know I'm doing a little better than I thought I'm not the only one like it's super normal to have a hard time and that's why we need vulnerability and honesty because when people are just like acting like everything should be perfect. And then you're struggling, Mm -hmm. you feel like you're on an Island. And so, yeah, just being able to voice it is like it, that's healing in itself for sure. Yeah, totally. What we, what we focus on expands the point where like, we can't see around it or through it. It's just the biggest fog, the biggest haze. Um, Mm -hmm. I, you know, it's so funny. I find that with all of the, um, I still like, even as we're talking, I'm like, Oh, this is why I created, like, I have a membership too. And I'm like, oh, I'm trying to help people uncover the different, like the thing that I do normally. It's it's so ingrained that we don't even know we're doing it in every single thing that we do. One thing that I, so do you have a, your new offering is around HSP business owners, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So listen, HSP over here and my <laughs> biggest struggle is like, how do I put, into words what I'm trying to do there are no words it's so big Mm. it's so complex it's so this and plus I'm a photographer so I'm like no I use pictures I don't use words (laughs) so it's like you know it's something that is like in even more it's funny because you think oh I'm 
I'm I'm only talking to ASP, HSPs and or like only HSPs that have worthiness issues. And now you're like, okay, now I'm going to talk to HSPs that are starting a business because mm-hmm. that is its own. That's like birthing a baby as well. Yeah, so tell you. it is for <laughs> sure. It is for sure. <laughs> yeah. Tell, yes. Can you talk about why why you decided to do this? Totally. Yeah. So it's funny. I was just talking to someone about this on Monday. I'm like, anything I'm going through in my life, I can't help, but like (laughs) want to help other people with it. It's like this, like, it's like an obsession. I just cannot help myself. So (laughs) I want to talk about motherhood. I want to talk about business because I'm a business owner, HSP. Yeah. So I, it's funny. I mean, I was getting a lot of DMS from people still do where they'll ask me like, questions about building a community on social media or how do you do this or how do you deal with people sending hateful messages or whatever. I just always was getting questions from people. And so it was like kind of a light bulb. I'm like, oh, I can like, I have answers. I can totally help people with this. And one of the things I could just talk about forever is business and like strategy. I am actually like a pretty strategic person, not in like the traditional like boring sense, but like, I do like to think about how things connect and whatever. So to me, business is like so fun and interesting. And so, and I knew from my own experience that like starting my own business now is like amazing because I'm able to work for myself, have a flexible schedule and then be present with my daughter. Like that's, that's a total dream and Mm -hmm. like all I could have asked for. And so seeing how it's benefiting my life so much, I'm like, I want to help other HSPs have the same opportunity if that's something that calls to them because we tend to like do a lot better with more flexible schedules and like I mean we're such like uh passionate people we tend to be it's like doing work that's like soul giving is amazing for us like it's like energizing and I think we need that and I know that there are very like unique challenges that highly sensitive people have when it comes to like showing up online and and you know, pricing offerings and all the things like we just have that added layer of sensitivity. And so because I've navigated all of this and like have come to some a point where I'm like, you know, self-sustained and all of that, I'm like, okay, I want to help people. So I have like a smaller, like a smaller group program, which is a mastermind of like, I, I cap it at eight women or eight people. Um, and then I have a, a program that I'm running right now, which is for newer business owners. So helping them literally like establish their voice and like, you know, decide who they want to talk to and all of the things. And it's so fun. It's like, I'm obsessed. So yeah, that's my, Um, my latest thing. (laughs) That must be a total game changer for, for your client and your person, because there are so many, and I'm kind of like a, I'm a total like edutainment junkie. I could, I want to go get my master's. Like I could sit Mm. on zoom all day in classes. Mm -hmm. Like I love learning. Um, but there are so many. And at this point I've, I've realized what it was that was like a huge disconnect, but there were so many programs that I was misaligned with and I didn't understand like what it was that wasn't feeling right. And I couldn't decipher yet at that point in time. Um, I'm like, is this my intuition and the knowing, or is it just that I'm scared and this is mm-hmm. uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you know, it, it could have been either, but it definitely at that point it was intuition, but I didn't trust yeah. that it was intuition. So I just love that. I mean, beginning your own business is like the biggest self growth, self help, like whatever transformation that you can do. And to be held by someone when you are an HSP that gets that level, that's a game changer, like totally. Oh yeah. It's like, yeah, because we just have to do things differently and we have different issues. I think that kind of come 
up that are can be very unique to us as HSP. So I like I think that's one of the ways I'm here to teach people is just like through my own vulnerability. It's like I've had so many triggers and so many like uncomfortable, crappy moments <laughs> through building my business. Like even yesterday, some of the DMs I get are just absurd and like really like crazy sometimes. And it, and I'm like, every time I'm navigating something, I'm like, okay, this is something that I can help my, my HSP clients mm-hmm. out with because they're going to have this come up for them too. Like where people are trying to, you know, um, surpass your boundaries and, or they're rude to you or whatever, like so many things come up. And so, yeah, it's like, I think we just need our own little like kind of corner where we're doing business in our own way. And I feel like a lot of like the programs that didn't resonate with me or just like the content I would consume from business coaches that didn't resonate. It was like, where it's very like, hard, like rigid, like, okay, you have to post this many times a day. And this is how you have to say it. And you have to time block and you have to do this, this, this. And like, I would, you know, consume all of this and it would make me feel wrong because I just did things in my own way. And then I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh wait, am I not going to succeed? Because I don't like batch all of my content ahead of time or whatever. And so like, you know, gaining confidence in myself in my own way and having it work. It's like, I want to share this with other people. Um, and I think too, like as HSPs, like, I think we we have the ability to be amazing creators and, and, um, entrepreneurs because of how empathetic we are. Like the, like the reason people want to like buy from a brand usually is like how it makes them feel. And like, if they feel Mm -hmm. connected and it's like, we're amazing connectors, we're amazing at like tuning into what people need and want to like need to hear and, and all of that. And so I love helping like HSPs kind of tease that out of themselves. Like, Oh, you already have this gift. Like how can you use your sensitivity as actually such an asset in your business instead of seeing it as something like that's going to hold you back, you know? So I'm kind of obsessed with that. What a, um, a cleansing way to like move that energy. Like when shit happens, you're like, nothing's going to ever make it not painful at all. But Mm -hmm. like to be able to be like, okay, I already know that I can turn this into helping someone else. Like it's like a very like swift, like movement situation. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, I love that your business, like not only are you so deeply serving so many other people, but it sounds like you're so deeply serving yourself in this, like Mm. this channel that you've created to be able to like constantly what we talked about before, like how helpful it is and empowering to just say the thing. Um, yes. and I think that's why like with my photographic work, when I'm photographing a family and like the way that I treat that family and the way that I go about the work and the way that I repeatedly over and over again, just be like, everything you do is perfect. Don't worry about it. Oh, the kids, they don't want to come over. That's fine. I'm going to follow them. Whatever they decide is perfect. I'm realizing I could cry. I got to do something. Oh, I, yeah. I could, I wish I could do that for myself. And the mm-hmm. way that I can feel like I'm benefiting from that space is to be in that and do that for others so that mm-hmm. I can like kind of teach myself more and more. So there's just like, you know, with everything that we've named as the struggle and, you know, we've already touched on some of the the strong points, like I hands down, even though it's, it's definitely very complex and there's some very sharp pain points with it. I would never in a million years trade it mm-hmm. a, a million years trade it for anything. Um, what, and I, I know that you feel the same because this is what you're doing. Yeah. What is your, like, I don't know, do you have like a grand vision or do you see this like moving into something else? Because I feel like there's just no, like, as you like grow with it in life, you're like, 
oh, I, I mean, I'm already seeing uh, an HSP mother support system mm-hmm. that you're building. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's just so much that you can do. And bringing awareness to this can, this type of person can be life-changing for the literal world. So yes. I just would love to hear about what's on your mind. Yeah. I mean, I have, I'm like such a creator. Like I just love like coming up with new ideas and like any, it's like blows my mind that you can have an idea and then like make it into a real thing. Like that's just the coolest thing in the world to me. So I'm obsessed (laughs) and I have like so many ideas. Um, so to me, I mean, the big vision is it like just continuing to have this, all of this branch off. So there's literally something for every person in every stage of life, you know, like where it's this hub where you can go and here's information about HSP moms. Here's like things for HSP business owner. Here's things for HSP kids. Like I just want, I, I continue, I think it will just continue to branch off the way that it has. Um, because it's funny, like at first when I was like starting to want to talk to moms and business owners, like there was a part of me where I was afraid people would be like, Oh no, is she only going to talk about that? And it's like, no, I'm always just going to talk about all the things because my my brand is just like being a highly sensitive person and there's multi layers and there's all sorts of different people out there. Um, but yeah, so definitely like having a whole universe of, of things. Um, (laughs) also like, I really feel like I just want to continue uplifting other highly sensitive people and showcasing them because my, like my through line mission is to help empower highly sensitive people so that they feel confident and then they become leaders in their own lives, whether that's as a mom or a business owner or at work where they feel confident. So then they're the example to others that like, oh, here's a highly sensitive person who knows how to use their voice. Cause I think we need more empathy in the world. Like we just, Mm. we just totally do. (laughs) And so I like could see, I want to showcase more HSPs and give them more of a platform too. And just like so many things. Um, and another cool thing is I'm going to write a book. I like, I'm talking to a book publisher, which is amazing. And this has been a dream since I was a kid. So I feel like there's kind of this next like step where it'll be like writing a book and maybe it'll be like speaking and things like that. I feel like there's no limit. And like the overachiever part of me is like, I want all this now, but like, you know, as a new mom, I have to kind of trust the timing and trust that it'll mm. it's gonna unfold as it <laughs> unfolds but I like want to do all of it like now. right now <laughs> yeah. but yeah so all the things there it's just gonna be never-ending inspiration I feel like it's it's just yeah it's so fun Oh my gosh. How freaking exciting. I got goosebumps when you said a book. I can totally see a book. Oh my gosh. And speaking like oh could you imagine the I mean, there is no, you can't even fathom the ripple effect in the world, like forever from doing this, talking to high school students, mm. like talking, go, like being able to be at like parent teacher conferences or not, you know, not that yeah. granular, but like just for young kids. Like I, I know for certain my, one of my sons is uh-huh. HSP. I know it. And I'm so like, I'm, I'm very tender about it. Like in a way that mm-hmm. I'm like nervous for him. Cause I know that feeling, but I'm also so happy that I know, (laughs) I know what to look for. And I know like, and I can relate to him. So I, I just feel like there's just no end to, to the good that this can do in the world. And I'm just so grateful for you. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, that's something I feel like, yeah, that gets me like emotional too, is just thinking of like, connecting with kids at a younger age, like in adolescence and teenage years, like, oh my gosh, like the 
the impact that will will make because that's where a lot of that conditioning starts where we just like feel different and feel misunderstood and like how cool would it be for a sensitive kid to have an example for them to see like, Oh no, it's cool. And like, actually here's some like great superpowers and strengths you have just by being you and having Mm. parents who can nurture that in them. Like that will, like that will help those kids grow up with more confidence and, and do, you know, not have to spend so much time unlearning all of this crap that a lot of, you know, a lot of people have to do. So, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's so needed. I'm, I'm so grateful to like, have get to do this work it just feels like a a pleasure and a gift I'm like so happy yeah and this this through line to to begin to wrap it up this through line of like turning a pain point and something that feels like a very uh, tender vulnerability into your Mm -hmm. like power and your purpose it's something that I realized I only realized like last year because course it's like right under your nose you don't realize it my my biggest fear in life like my panic attack I had when I was 12 years old about like death and the idea of nothingness I've literally used that for the rest of my life in my work like that is the nucleus of my work this is like uh, Uh I was like oh what one day nothing nothing oh okay how do I show people that what's important and then like by the end of it, which I'm not at the end of it, but like by the time that I was able to decipher it, I'm like, oh, I'm documenting the nothing moments because the nothing is everything. Okay. That feels way more comforting. Like maybe death isn't nothing. Maybe it's everything. And I just, I'm going to spend my life being able to look at the thing that sent me into a panic attack when I was nine years old. You know what I mean? And, and I can do this for other people and help other people live better. So it's like, this, I always feel like the things that, I mean, if you're in the personal development world, we all know this of like the mm-hmm. things that trigger you, you know, it's an yes. opportunity to look at uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. you ever always want to, but, um, you know, for people that are not in that world, I, I feel like it's so valuable to be able to illustrate the, what can happen when you take something that feels like a, uh, and you turn mm-hmm. it into something that is like magic. Oh my gosh. Yes. Well, and I love your like mission, your per- like, oh my gosh, the way you said that is so beautiful. Nothing is everything. That's so cool. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, and I mean, when you kind of sh- are able to shift into looking th- at things in that way, it just gives so much more meaning to life. It gives so much more meaning to the struggles. It's like, it, it allows you to have more empathy and compassion because you've now gone through this thing and you're going to be able to intimately relate to others in a way that you never would have been able to, if you hadn't gone through it. And I think the important thing is like being able to have the perspective to see it in that way. And it might take some time to get there because when you're going through it or it's like, oh my gosh, this is so painful. This is the worst thing in the world. Why is this happening to me? But if you you know, choose to have the awareness when you're starting to come out the other side, like, oh, wow, like to look at the lessons you learned and see ways that you can help people. I feel like a lot of highly sensitive people just go through these really crazy things in their lives or really painful things in their lives. And because I think I really feel like we're here to share and uplift others. Like we're, because we're such meaning makers, it's like, we have these things happen to us that we have this capacity to then turn around and help other people heal if we are open to believing that. And so it's kind of like, it, it's just, 
really interesting to me how so many of us have these stories that like are painful, but then so many of us are now choosing to create beauty from that and help others because of our empathetic hearts. Like I just, I think it's for a reason. I really, really do. Thank you for your empathetic heart. I (laughs) feel so grateful for the work that you're doing in the world. And I just know that you are going to activate so many people you already have. Um, (laughs) Please tell us where we can follow you, where we can listen to your podcast and you know, any programs that are coming out or, um, I know that you have a membership. Is that still enrolling? Yeah. So, um, where you can find me, I'm most active on Instagram at life by Alyssa. And there I have my website linked sensitive and soulful.com. So you can like find all like the freebies that I have and programs and things like that. Um, my membership, I'm actually not enrolling again till next year. So I always just will share on online when that'll be open again. Um, my sensitive and soulful self-worth program is a really good place for HSPs to start. If you're kind of like, you know, you're wanting to delve more into being highly sensitive and learn about how self-worth impacts everything. That's like probably one of my favorite programs. Um, but yeah, there's, there's so many different things. So just check me out on Instagram. You'll find all the things. Amazing. And all of these links that um, Alyssa just mentioned, I will put in the show notes so you can go and click that. Um, Thank you so much, Alyssa. This has been amazing. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I've loved it. If you enjoy this episode, share it with a friend. One of the greatest gifts in life is to be able to feel seen and think that when you share a heartfelt anything that reminded you of someone or or made you think of how it could benefit them, um, it's a gift. So if you feel so inclined, please do so. Uh, hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. And I look forward to gracing your earbuds in the future. If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the Help Me See podcast private Facebook group. Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did. And I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you are not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review. And honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you. And one, I'll probably cry. (laughs) And two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast. 